You're listening to the Trake Baby Podcast. It's a podcast for Trake parents and members of the Trake community. This is episode 17 for May 23rd, 2021, Embracing Minimalism. Thanks for joining us today. Before I introduce our next guest, I want to let you know you can find the Trek Baby podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Be sure to like our Trek Baby page as well as, as well as excuse me, join our Trek Baby group, both on Facebook, follow at Trek Baby on Twitter, and visit our website, trekbaby.com, for a list of information resources, as well as to sign up for email subscriptions so you never miss an update. Today, we're following up with a, a past guest, Shannon Brawley, who we also featured her son, Bo, on the Trek Baby podcast back in August of 2020. Today, we're talking to Shannon about a new lifestyle group intended to help reduce stress, anxiety, and embrace a simpler lifestyle. Hey, Shannon, you still there? I am. <laughs> Hello. Hello there. So talk to me about this group, and I, full disclosure, I'm in this group. It's about embracing minimalism. So tell me yes. a little bit about that, and maybe... Also, and I'll tell you what, before you get into that, maybe give us an update on Bo. Sure. Um, Bo is doing wonderfully. He's been extremely stable since he got out of the hospital last year. Um, and we are undergoing a series of um, airway studies and dilations with a plan of him having a reconstruction of his airway this summer. Um, it'll either be a single stage or a double stage. We won't know until they go in for the procedure. Um, but he is uh, wonderful, and we kind of see on the horizon him possibly being trade free, which is exciting and something that we're just you know waiting on, and it'll happen in in the right time. Absolutely, that is awesome, and and you're kind of in our area as well, so we have the same professionals that work with our our kids, and and, and John was recently decannulated back in in March, and so that's good. It's exciting to hear. I'm happy to, happy yes, to hear every that. Every time I see, every time I see a video of John doing anything, I get teary. Um, and I saw a video of him playing ball and it just choked me up so much because I'm so happy to see him doing something that maybe he wouldn't have been cleared to do with the trach. Right. Um, that's so exciting. And it's something that our, our son Bo is so active. He is, I mean, he is so bizarre that he has a trach considering his activity level. Right. So um, we we would love that for him, and I don't know what it'll mean for him in the long run, what he will be cleared to do or whatever, but it's beautiful to see John doing those things, is, so please keep posting the videos. Absolutely. <laughs> well, well, for me, the most, and I haven't posted videos of this, but for me, the most, for, I guess, touching for me is he, he listened to music on his iPod or whatever, I don't know, kids do, iPhone, I don't know, iPods are so old now, but he listens to music and he'll have headphones on and you'll hear him singing. Now he's not, okay, he's, he's at this moment not going to win any awards, <laughs> but he, he tries to sing and you'll hear him singing in the background of some song and it's just to hear his voice singing, you know, trying to sing. Um, it's, it's like, oh my goodness, we you know, there was a time we didn't know if he would, if he would be able to speak, you know, so, yeah. um, but no, yeah. I, but that's awesome to hear about Bo. I'm glad to hear that. I, and uh, I've been kind of following up on on uh, on on him. And again, we we share some of the same professionals. I had Svenja actually on last week, and I believe she's worked with y'all before. Um, so yes, with the we love system. her so much. Yeah, yeah, she's so amazing. So what I was going to talk to you about today, you've you've started a a group, a Facebook group. At least that's where it's begun. And I, I actually joined it because I I'm all on board mentally with what it's for. It's it's a Facebook group called Embracing Minimalism. 
So how's that helped you from both in your trach life as a parent, but also in general? Because it's not just for trach parents. It's for anybody, really. Yes, I think you, you other than my husband, might be the only other trach parent <laughs> in the group out right. of about 100 people. Um, but um, I started this journey earlier this year towards minimalism. And um, somebody suggested, have you read up on minimalism? A friend of mine from a different online group that I have been involved with for probably 15 years. And so I read um, some articles and I started watching some videos on YouTube by a minimalist blogger named uh, Dawn, the Minimal Mom. And what she had to say, it made so much sense to me. And, um, you know, there's so much out there on minimalism. There are documentaries on Netflix. There, it, it, minimalism means a lot of things to a lot of people. For me, it's about simplifying my life because there are so many things going on in my life that I need to remove anything that takes up time that doesn't absolutely need to take up time. Um, and I think that um, I'm in the stage where, of course, we had this situation come up with Bo. And we have been juggling two full-time jobs and we have three kids and we have nursing that we work in between. And, and imagine, so with nursing, if you've never had this, you have people coming into your home day and night. And I've always been comfortable with a certain level of mess and everybody's level is different. And I think that having the nurses in the house as wonderful and as accepting as they are it kind of helped light a fire under me to keep things up because I didn't want them to feel like they had to do anything. Um, but that's just a small part of it. I would say that between me being, I'm, I'm a doctoral student right now, working on that, managing both things, my kids have extracurriculars and the full-time job, something had to give because I felt a lot of the time, like I was just treading water every day to try to, you know, make ends meet and get the minimal done. And um, listening to the Don, the Minimal Mom podcast uh, videos on, on YouTube really started me thinking. And it's something it's like you can do these tangible actions to make your life less stressful. And um, trach-wise, of course, we bring in all of these, you know, medical supplies, medical equipment, um, there's just a lot. I mean, it's not a simple child's room <laughs> whenever you have a trach baby. Right. There's other things. And so it can be a little bit overwhelming. And I think that everybody has a different threshold for things like clutter, you know, a physical clutter in your home. And I'm finding now that I have, I'm very easily overwhelmed by too much clutter. And so um, the embracing minimalism support group was kind of an offshoot of this. I started doing all of this in January, um, you know, combing through every space in our home. Um, and, it, and I do what's called the onion method, which is you start with the outer layer and that's the easiest thing mm -hmm. to get rid of that you don't use. And they're just sitting around and it, it, the biggest struggle is, is making a decision on what to do with something. And this is focused decision-making. And so, you know, did the first layer of the onion and I thought, oh, wow, you know, I had a space for everything in my home for the first time. And it's funny because after that first layer, you think, oh, I did it. But it's an, it's a constant action. You're, you're constantly 
what's the word, curating your home to only have the things that you love and that you need. And it's, it's, uh, it's made a huge difference for us. It's made a huge impact on my stress level and my ability to keep up with everything. And, um, so I'm by no means do I feel like I'm an expert because I've been doing this for about five months. (laughs) And, (laughs) but that being said, that's why I started the group because there are other support groups out there for minimalism. And I like the idea of inviting other people who are starting the journey to do this journey with me because, you know, you have, you're kind of vulnerable when you open up and you share, you know, these are the, the skeletons that are in my literal closet. Right. And so Basically, you're saying, look at up, my house, look at my house. <laughs> yeah. And I have, yeah. I post pictures of my closet sometimes. And um, so I think that doing this and opening that Facebook group and I said, hey, if you want to join it, let me know, I'll send you an invite. And I was pretty surprised that as many people wanted to do it as they did. But um, I, I'm not, by no means am I a pro at like moderating a Facebook group, but what I try to do is kind of have something that um, is a challenge. Like let's go, you know, like bingo, like we're going to, these are the spaces for the month and you're going to hit up these spaces. And I find them online and up in online and other groups. And I bring them to our group to share. And so it's really kind of a self-paced thing. Like maybe you just read something that clicks for you and that's great. Or maybe you're really, you know, uh, sticking with the challenges and making some progress. And that's great too. But I think sometimes it's just people need to get their feet wet. People need to see what you're doing and and start formulating their plan and their time because, you know, minimalism for me is not a one-size-fits-all thing. And it's completely unrealistic to expect that my family of five and two dogs is going to live in a stark, empty home. That's the opposite of what I want. I want a warm home. And so um, that's what we're working for. Basically everything and <laughs> yeah. everything in its place, you know, everything has a specific location and there's an intentionality of, of why you've got what you've got, where it is. Um, and I think that minimalism also, the other thing is people sometimes think decluttering and that's not necessarily all that it is because not only are you taking out the things that don't matter, but you're focusing, focusing on the things that do matter. And, um, So if it means, you know, creating time in your life to do things that you haven't been able to do, it's kind of a, it's bigger than just getting rid of junk and donating stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, one of the things I posted about in the group was my love language has always been gifts because I love showing people I know them well, I know what they would like. You know, I went to the effort of going and buying them a gift and making it look pretty but what I'm finding now is that my love language has shifted to acts of service and words of affirmation. And that's because I don't really want stuff. <laughs> right. So, right. No, I saw that. Um, I'm looking through your through the group right now. And it was a post I think you made on so May, May 8th. Yeah, I, I think, saw that. You know, it kind of helps you evolve as a person. And not that there's anything wrong with, you know, gifts. I think that they're fun and wonderful. And I still give them to people that I love, but I also think that it's helped me be more intentional about stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that that's probably a good overview of what the group is and what minimalism means to me and, 
Do you have any questions about all of that? <laughs> you know, not specifically. Um, you know, it reminds me a lot of the trend, um, and it's probably along the same lines of uh, the Marie Kondo, uh, mm-hmm. you know, concept. We, we, we made it into a verb, you know, I, I would say Jacqueline Marie Kondoed our room or Marie Kondoed the boys' room. You know, it's basically, does this bring you joy? No, well, it doesn't bring me joy. We're getting rid of it, you know. And so, <laughs> you know. Right. Just, uh, but, you know, that actually has stuck a little bit, especially with the folding of laundry and things like that. Um, you know, and with a tra- as being a trach parent, your challenge is keeping your trach supplies and, and other, other things, not just trach, but organized in a way that makes sense. And, you know, if you look at our living room right now, it's full of ship- shipping boxes because, you know, we're still in that zone of he's been decannulated, but we still have DME companies sending us, you know, supplies that we don't necessarily need. If they do, they send them in industrial quantities. And so mm-hmm. for me, that's the, that's the stress level of, oh my gosh, I want these out of my house. You know, I don't want them here anymore, but I have no place to take him. So we're gonna have to donate or we're gonna have to just shove them under the bed more. You know, that's what we've been, we've been doing with a lot. And and I look at things, and I'm sitting in my room right now recording this, and I'm looking at the disconnected computer in the corner with, you know, pages uh, for random papers on it. And I'm looking to the closet to my right and see see the clothes just staring at me that shouldn't be on the ground, you know. And, and I'm just, ugh, you know, it bugs me. And so I can see that bugging other people as well. Um, but, you know, that's me. And I guess, minim- as you said, minimalism is, is a subjective term to people. It's like you're not telling them specifically, here's what you need to remove. You're telling them, hey, does this help? By, by doing this action, does it help relieve stress? Does it help relieve your anxiety? And so I think that's a, a good takeaway. One from- of the things you make me think of is talking about all those things in your room. Um, the Minimal Mom, one of her um, videos was talking about the messages that the items in your home are sending you. And that sounds a little bit kooky, but it, it makes sense once I listen to it. And it's that things in your home are, a lot of things in your home are sending you a message. And it, for example, that, you know, computer that's sitting there and it's not being used, it's sending you the message that you haven't done something, right? Yes, or, that's exactly it. And yeah. then the uh, there's other things like the laundry, the pile of laundry, that's something you haven't done yet. Or, um, on the opposite side, since I've started doing all of this, something I do for myself every week is buy fresh flowers and I put them in a vase and I put them on the island in the kitchen because every night I clean off my counters completely, load up the dishwasher and start it. And it, it's a treat for myself to see the fresh flowers and enjoy that. And, you know, my kitchen has not been, you know, redone since we bought this house. I don't care. I love that we're taking care of it. I love seeing the fresh flowers on the island. And that's a message of like, I'm caring for myself and look at this beautiful thing. And my home is beautiful. Um, And I don't just mean on the, on the surface, like we have a beautiful home, we have a beautiful family. And so I know that that sounds a little bit far, far reaching, but whenever you think about, if you sit in a space, like I'm sitting in my um, closet talking to you right now. And I think about the messages that I'm getting I'm, I'm looking at some hats that I haven't done anything with yet. And the message I'm getting is that I need to buy a hat hanger. <laughs> yes. So, well, the um, message I'm know. getting is there's, uh, there's, some, uh, it, there's a, an, old, an old groundskeeper I used to work with a long time ago in Weatherford, Texas, taught me. He said, and it was real simple. And, and he's one of those old country type but that says that one phrase that just sticks with you. And he said, Thomas, it's, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. And his point was, 
clean up because we were always cleaning up the property. And, and it was always like, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. So get it out there. If they don't see it, that means, because we had an administrator that wanted to keep things, you know, save everything. And he was like, just get it. When they go on vacation, clean it out. Because when they come back, they won't even notice it's gone because it's out of mind. And so that's, that's kind of the, what I see <laughs> with a lot of the stuff we have. Yeah. Um, and with, with kids, especially, um, I'm finding that my, that's a big thing that I, we talk about on the group because there's a lot of parents of younger kids on there. And, um, the more, the more that Bo has in his room that takes his attention, the less he's engaged in those yes. things. Yes. So we've pretty much narrowed his toys down to things that fit in three or four drawers in a dresser. And we rotate those things out. And he has his magnet tiles, and he has his blocks, and he has his dinosaurs, and he has um, his Toy Story people. So, you know, in his cars, I guess. Yeah. And so um, you take one thing out at a time, and of course it's easier to stay on top of cleaning that, but also it's not just about me, it's about him. And he is so creative and you know he creates these whole little scenarios with his dinosaurs in the cars it's like a screenplay (laughs) so um i think that there's a lot to be said for creativity wise you know he'll go in and get the um egg beaters out and kind of play drums and stuff and i think that's fine i mean i love that he's finding creativity hey buddy sorry he just (laughs) walked in here no worries at all (laughs) Oh, oh, do you, can you go find daddy? You want to say hello? Yeah. No. Aww. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll cut this out. Ah, no worries. <laughs> I'll probably leave it in. Cause I think that's endearing. I always liked it when, when, when it, I work in media uh, and I always like it when you see the kids. Walk in. <laughs> well, he came into my closet. He's standing on the scale right now. So Aww. that's good. We haven't weighed him in a while. There you go. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to let you go, but I I appreciate you coming on the show. um, So it's, it's embracing minimalism support group is the full name. And that's private. So, um, anybody, I will will put it, I will put it once you post this, um, I'm happy to, you know, approve anybody. I'll make it where people can request to join. Okay. Um, because we would love to have more people, but I would, I would prefer not to just open it to the, you know, general, general public. But if you'll let web. people, you'll let people maybe enter and they can maybe say, Hey, I guess people listening, uh, will mention, just mention you heard about it on the, on the, on the, uh, Drake baby podcast. And maybe that's a good, good, um, secret password to get people in if they say they heard sure. it from here. Um, well, I appreciate that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go and finish this out and you can stay on the line or, or whatever, what do you want to do? And we'll go from there, but I appreciate it today. Uh, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks absolutely. for having me. That was fun. Yes, absolutely. I'll get with you shortly. All right, folks. Well, that was Shannon Brawley talking about the uh, embracing minimalism, um, support group. Um, you know, if you are now, or have been the parent of a trach child, and perhaps you've got a new life hack that you've learned in your trach life, um, we'd love to hear about it. You can send us a note at uh, visiting the Trach Baby website, and you can also email hello at trachbaby.com. Well, we hope today's episode has helped in some way. Thank you for listening. <laughs>